Ladies, gentlemen, non-binary beings, welcome to another episode of Cosmic Crit. While I don't have a ton of announcements on this week's intro, I do have one of the biggest since the release of Starfinder over a year ago. On last week's Starfinder Wednesday, Rob McCreary dropped the bombshell that not only have the dev team been working on new classes all year long, but today, December 3rd, 2018, there will be a blog post on Paizo.com on how you can playtest these new classes for free. Fans, you know that Cosmic Crit will be ready to test the waters, and we hope you mosey on down to Paizo's website to check out the new player options once they go live. That's not all the news I have, though. I also get to announce our December fan submission challenge this week. We polled our fans on Twitter and our Discord and wanted December to be NPC month. Make an NPC that the players will find in Season 2 of Cosmic Crit, and then submit them to our email at CosmicCrit at gmail.com. We're talking foes, friends, merchants, marauders, whatever you come up with. We had a blast with the characters that you guys created at the beginning of Season 1, and we're wanting to fill up Season 2 with a lot more. So follow the link in the episode's description for more info and help us create space stationers or colonist critters for the next season of the show. So without further ado, welcome to this week's episode, Fly Casual. Last time on Cosmic Crit. The crew arrives at the Drift Rider to discover undead minions all over it. We ambush a squad of corpse-sleep goons. Some cultists attempt to turn Raimi into an acid-filled pincushion. Who's leaving all these bananas around here? After finally besting the corpse fleet goons on the ground, we steal their ship and fly away. A friendly brainless zombie agrees to pilot us through the vast emptiness of a huge space battle. We hijacked a corpse fleet ship to sneak aboard the Empire of Bones. Five non-undead lifeforms try to get past corpse fleet guards undetected? What could possibly go wrong? Hollow skin? Check. Vocal modulator? Check. Expertise die? Check. All right, Raimi. Fly casual. And then, and then Chewbacca's like, oh. You know, that's one. <laughs> So that happened. <laughs> episode commencing in three, two, one. Episode initiated. Greetings, Entrati and members of the Proto Culture. It's time to turn into a variable fighter jet and giant robot and explore the cosmos in this week's Macrosmic Crit. Patrick, I'm gonna cry right now. This is Patrick, your SDGM. A super dimensional game master, and we're back to finish this interstellar war and infiltrate a super colossal space fortress. Joining me this week in a journey to see if the crew can answer the question Do you remember love? are my five friends and your players. To my left, leader of a fighter wing made up of Starscream Transformers, it's Drew playing Mac Feldspar. I'm gonna cry right now. I'm so happy to- about this. To his left, a mechanical monstrosity that can destroy an entire fleet with one boosted shot. It's Jabert playing Andis 147. I'm going to make Drew cry right now. I don't know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> Across the digital table, a UN Spacey ace pilot and sharpshooter. It's Miles playing Rami Quindar. Good evening. To his left, an all-female bridge crew making ready to initiate the fold system. It's Rebecca playing Alindra Vallis. I own a cell for Micro 7. And finally, to my right. Show I wonder, and tell? I wonder who gave yeah. you that gift. And finally, to my right, 
a giant blue-skinned alien looking to invade Earth. It's Tyler playing a dress promise. <laughs> why? Why are you here, why? Tyler? I'm gonna, you... I'm gonna forgive that. <laughs> your... No one should ever forgive that. <laughs> I literally, oh, my cheeks hurt. I grabbed. He's my like, what's and... a Mac Ross? <laughs> Oh, I grabbed my cheeks and then I just like yanked them all over the place. And now they hurt. Welcome back. What happened last time on the podcast? We fought a whole bunch of uh, undead uh, corpse fleet goons. (laughs) They weren't goons. They were highly trained Marines with flashbangs (laughs) and dart rifles that nearly killed Raimi. All right. Well, super goons. They're still goons. It was the fight that wouldn't end. Well, I, I love that you're him. like putting, you know, 100 points of damage on them and they're not going down. You're like, what gives? It's like, well, <laughs> well I better attack another one to see if they'll go down after 106, <laughs> guys. It's going to take more than uh, a nice dainty tap on their their foreheads, a kiss on their their foreheads. 100, 100, 100 damage more than just a kiss. That's a that's a pucker. <laughs> Pucker with a P, everyone. Pucker with a P. Okay. That is not what I heard, so I'm glad you... you uh... Oh, boy. It's a, sure. the here. I'm sweating. <laughs> As in Pucker Up, you're about to get kissed with episode 63 of the podcast. You all killed these undead Marines and then took control of their transport, the Blackwind Sepulcher shuttle. And when we last left off, you were flying it into space trying to now get past a line of Crypt Warden vessels, blocking access to the Empire of Bones, an ultronaut, uh, kind of like ship of the line, massive, super colossal vessel in the corpse fleet. So let's talk this out. How do you guys, how do you guys see this playing out? How do you think you're going to get by them? Through, through the gift of song. <laughs> do we wait for them to call us or do we call them? Do we hail them on the comms? That's a great question. Does anybody have like a bonus to like profession soldier or something? Uh, I could do profession culture, and if because of my <laughs> yeah, uh, well, not profession, well, yeah, same thing. But well, no, but listen, I mean, but listen, listen. If it, I can, it, if I give it enough time, because of my uh, uh, my theme, I can look stuff up even without access to the infosphere. So. There might be information. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I was going to say that like, I mean, they may be considered they may be considered a criminal organization. I'm no longer so, a, I'm no longer an outlawed. I'm the. Uh, yeah, the no. This is definitely a a a pirate tactic. Uh, uh, so I'll allow pirates. I'll allow culture. But yeah, everyone's looking to to knack maybe to address. Like, what do we do? Do we signal them? Do we wait to be flagged? One of these is, I can tell you, the correct answer. The other is wrong. So <laughs> go ahead and let these skill checks uh, fly. Patrick, it's my birthday today. Do I get a reroll? No, it's not your birthday. What? It was worth a shot. Didn't know if you knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just checking to see if you knew what my birthday was. You know, your wife gave us birthday invites for your birthday, right? <laughs> oh, dang you, wife! <laughs> I thought about it for a while. I was like, when does this episode come out? <laughs> look at my schedule again. Uh, I, I don't think Adras knows what the... Uh, so. All right, I'm going to go for a culture. Let's see. Hey, hey, hey! Nice. So I think Knack is the maybe the decider here, but yeah, both <laughs> Raimi and Andis, you're like, we signal them first. <laughs> and Knack, you're like, no, 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 no. 
no, no, no. You say nothing and you just fly past them. I think that makes sense. I mean, we have no reason to uh, contact them. We're part of their crew. Yeah, I mean, for all for all we know, we're one of the different ships. Yeah, cool. Fly straight, Raimi. <laughs> all now, right. Now, Raimi, do you indeed fly straight through the, the line of Crypt Warden ships? How... How are you piloting this vessel? How, how else would I pilot it? Well, I, w- I would I would remind Rainby that at the last uh, theme upgrade, Rainby got a I think a bonus to like any questions about like piloting technique and piloting like lore. Is that a thing? I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Uh, look it up. That actually might have been at first level. We just, it just hasn't come up yet. You, yeah, no, you have a reduced difficulty, I believe, to the DC of culture checks to recall knowledge about starships and vehicle models. Okay, so uh, uh, do I roll culture for that? No, so that that would be like to identify what these ships are. Um, I you see. got from the scans that these are crypt warden vessels. Okay. What does that tell me? So they're kind of in a static formation, but yeah, I mean, it's up to you if you want to roll another maybe culture check or maybe maybe even piloting to uh, make some assessments of how you should be flying. All right. I'll roll uh, piloting because I want, I mean, definitely want to not screw this up since this is such a delicate mission. Mm-hmm. Can any of these checks be assisted? I, I would say maybe, but I was rolling 18 <laughs> on the dice. So you're pretty sure that you will want to emulate the flight patterns of the other ships in the Armada because you are one of them, right? Neither exposing your ship nor trying to avoid detection. So you have to fly pretty close to these other ships. But uh, this this pilot action is called fly casual. I think we talked about it <laughs> last week. Wait, is it really? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> we, were, we were talking about it a lot before we started recording tonight, too. That's pretty good. So, um, it is, it's a pretty easy piloting check to try and emulate their style. Give me one more piloting check and see All if right. you can do it. 34. Right, so you are able to get within 10 hexes on our hexadecimal uh, style map here for Starship Combat. You're ready if we needed to get into it. And yeah, it uh, it doesn't seem like they are taking any action uh, against you. They're holding position themselves. Awesome. The dross waves out the window. Do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I will turn this ship right around. <laughs> uh, so I guess we just keep keep trying to go towards the uh, the Empire Bones. It's a cool ship. Cool name. Got to give it to the Eoxians. They, they do have a particular style. And sometimes it works out in their favor. Very bony. Mm-hmm. I would be a that... terrible Eox. I would just kept. I would just call everything the Bone Zone. <laughs> you would be a terrible. Welcome to the Bone Zone. That's not how you, you say think that. that the... <laughs> Do you think that the uh, Empire of Bones, the, like instead of whatever the normal view is, they just put milk? It's just tons of black milk. Just runs off black milk. See, I just look at this ship and I'm like, there is so little actual living space in this thing. There's so much wasted space in the well, decor. Well, they're undead. So they don't need living space. I, I, I mean, they, moving around space. space. <laughs> yeah, unliv- 
undeading space. I mean, how do you how 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 do you know that? I mean, that that's a like look at our ship. Like this is to scale our ship versus their ship. They got plenty of moving around space in there. That's true. It just seems like a lot of wasted material on those huge bones that provide no function. Oh, no. Okay, at so all. they provide no. T- I think it probably provides a bonus to intimidation. It, it definitely provides oh, a bonus to fair. intimidation. Okay. It's got style. <laughs> As you fly within ten hexes of these crypt warden ships in a, a nice neat line, though static fills your your headsets as one of these ships seems to be issuing you a challenge. They are sending you what sounds like some kind of digital code, a challenge code, in order to to get past them. Oh, like a password? (gasps) It's an old code, but it checks out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It is indeed. Um, It seems like it's almost an automated ping from their black boxes as soon as you get within a certain range of these ships. And it seems like the captain of this vessel would send a response back. Hmm. I just slowly turn my head towards Alindra. (laughs) Yes, your your vessel now. Okay. Can we do a computer check to decipher the code really fast to see if there's something that we would know to respond back to? There is not. No, this seems like it is something that needs to be inputted and, and sent back like a code word. Oh. So wait, if you, if you well, is there like a riddle or are you just asking us to guess a random word, Patrick? How many bones are in the human body? No, <laughs> no, uh, this not this enough. Is a defensive measure in order to stop people from doing exactly what you're doing, I imagine, which is trying to sneak on board the ship as you guys are deliberating in the cockpit. Another ship sends you the same issuing challenge what what are you going to do and this is a human input thing not anything that the ship like the ai that was sitting in the pilot seat or whatever um isn't a part of this part of it is digital sending back a, a digital code but it seems like there would be some kind of counter sign in order to communicate it back which would involve language uh wait so are they saying anything to us is, are there any words involved in what they're transmitting to us it's mainly a digital code. So it's a code, and you guys don't have it. What do you want to do? Okay, are there any comm units in the area like that the corpse fleet may have left in the bridge? No comm units, but there is a communication device built into the ship. With You can make a response back. Uh, or we could pretend like our comms are knocked out. Yeah, so... Oh, no. The, no the, wait, if, if only the captain knew... If this is something that the captain would know, but maybe not the rest of the crew, maybe we just, the captain died in battle? Ooh, that's, Don't know. that's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. We lost well, we lost our commanding officer's request. Um, going, going down your route, Andis, you're pretty sure that you can fake a glitch in the communication or sensor systems of the ship that would make it sound like something is wrong if you're trying to communicate the correct codes back. Hmm. This would actually be a pretty easy engineering check. Ramy, you could probably do it as well. I don't know about Knack, but don't know. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> and it's just like yeah. like punches the comm unit. It's like, oh no, it's broken. DC twenty, so forty three will do it. You know, like the like you're go- we're going through a space tunnel. You can't hear us. <laughs> this is a captain action called garbled communication. Okay. Who wants to who wants to try this? Shouldn't our captain? 
Yeah, who who else speaks Eoxian? I speak uh, I do. Eoxian. All right, all right. Uh, uh, neck, neck. I would speak into this. Recommend someone that speaks Eoxian. That might help. Yeah, Alendra pushes Nack toward the comm unit microphone. Right, Nack adjusts his vocal modulator real quick. Make me sound more bony. Yeah, emulate Nor. Like, sound like, isn't that the same? Yeah, well, they probably don't like Evelarsh like Nor because he sold out <laughs> to the Pact Worlds. Right, but that's kind of what they sound like, right? They all sound the same. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Wow. 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 <laughs> it is true. They all sound like that. <laughs> do it. Do it, Drew. What else would they sound like? <laughs> Hi, I'm Undead. How's it going, everyone? <laughs> that's how I mean, that's, that's, that's how what I, Zoe sounds like. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Zoe sounds a lot like that. <laughs> But he also goes down like this every once in a while. Oh, then he's back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What you got, Drew? Give it give it to me. Garbled communication. Because of planetary quakes and disruptions, systems down, attempting to dock to repair systems. And make me a bluff check. That is right. a 31. Do I need to roll expertise? That is enough. Awesome. As they seem to stop sending you this challenge code. It doesn't seem like they're scanning your vessel, which would be a whole nother set of problems. <laughs> if yeah. they're like, why well, y'all got five life forms? Oh yeah, our ship got damaged. And also we found these like pets. <laughs> we brought back five Zodies. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of Zodies. Yeah, I think we could go the prisoner route at that point, but yes, that would be bad. Alrighty, so with that, you are allowed to move forward, taking this spulker and sliding it past this defensive line. You see the massive bone white Ultronaut appear before you and rapidly grow until it envelops the stars and you can only see this bone white ship through the, the shielding, the front shielding of the shuttle's bridge. Your ship docks in a small shuttle bay, the sign of this enormous carrier vessel. And you see outside uh, in the the bay what looks like a, a bulkhead and a lockable door frame outside the ship leading deeper inside. And you guys are landed. In the, doc- in, in the docking bay, do we see any uh, corpse fleet technicians or crew members? This small one is empty, but the, uh, the door seems to lead into a larger one. You saw from the outside of the ship what looks like a huge, uh, pretty weak force field that uh, seems to let in larger vessels, perhaps. Any observation towers or windows or anything looking out over this? Uh, not not from this room that you're in. All right. Oh uh, Nack would like to code his hollow skin. Yes, he's had one of these since book one has used it maybe one time uh, to look like a, a corpse fleet member based on one of the marines that we uh, just defeated in battle. Cool. They're still short, though. Hey, hey, aren't you a little <laughs> short for a corpse fleet marine? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> aren't you a little alive for a corpse fleet marine? <laughs> I mean, you're breathing a whole lot. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Anything else you guys want to do before you leave the shuttle? Uh, uh, lock it. All right, yeah. <laughs> make sure to get the keys. Put a on the alarm. Yeah, yeah put it, pull out a piece of hair and lick it, and put it right on like the door frame, so that we know if anybody <laughs> opened the door. All right, yeah, double exactly. seven. The the uh, when when you leave the undead cyber zombie <laughs> plugged into the captain's chair or the pilot chair, uh, just goes boop boop. <laughs> <laughs> Locked mode activated. <laughs> I uh, wave right. goodbye to that to that undead uh, zombie pilot, <laughs> my new best friend, and I miss him. 
Glenn. Glenn. His chair detaches. He's like, I'm coming with you. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. Get in here. This is the intro, Glenn. This is the NPC we could recruit for this book. Yay. <laughs> if someone dies, you're coming back as a, 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 a floating chair zombie. <laughs> That's not a joke. There's no one else here that will help you. Yeah. You're just uh, under the control of, uh, of yeah. Raimi's uh, control and dead. <laughs> Miles controls your character, too. You basically get to become a bull ride. As you all are stepping forward, leaving the ship, you get a, a ping. Your vessel gets a ping, comes up on the, uh, the shuttle science officer station. It seems like it was too weak to receive from outside of the Ultranaut, but now that you're inside, you're getting a weak distress beacon transmitting from inside the Empire of Bones itself. It seems maybe somewhere within 300 feet or so inside the, the Ultranauts port side from where you're you're located now you're on the starboard side can we like transmit i mean since hmm, since we presumably have like a, a a bunch of receivers amongst all of our comm units mm-hmm. can we uh use that to like triangulate the signal once we're inside the ship or yeah yeah you, you can use a comm unit hook up the signal to it and use it to kind of track it forward yeah okay 300 feet's not that far away let's uh Let's figure this out. Well, 300 is a big number, Drew. I don't know. If you... <laughs> well, I'm wondering if... I'm very of... good at mathematics. 300 <laughs> is a very big number. <laughs> instead of following it, should we use it as a distraction? I mean, well, let's, do we let's... know what the distress beacon might be about? Nope. It's just kind of like a general space SOS that might be coming from a, a black box or something like that. So mm-hmm. there's no like cultural identifiers or language identifiers on it? No, not really. I mean, we're not skittermanders. We don't want to just help everybody. But well, speak for yourself. I mean, the <laughs> only the, the only there there's a likely idea that the only thing that they're going to have on board that's transmitting an SOS is a cultist vessel. But I mean, that's a cultist enemy vessel. of my enemy is yeah. my friend, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I think if this it could be a potential ally, we should check it out. I also don't want to leave any innocent people at the hands of the corpse fleet. They are particularly mean. Right, but couldn't it just as easily have been a corpse fleet person distress calling a corpse fleet vessel? They don't really seem like the distress call type of folk. I I don't think I need to roll culture to to, (laughs) I don't think anybody's doing an SOS from within their own ship. Based on everything we've come across with the corpse fleet they, they seem to view a lot of things as expendable, so... Speaking of expendable, are you all ready to move forward? Sure. Let's do it. (laughs) When you put it that way. As you step through the massive double doors from the smaller bay here, you see dull red lights that shed uh, illumination upon a huge hangar bay. Hundreds of feet across above you is a lumbering crane arm that dangles from a ceiling-mounted track. You see rack after rack of fighter alcoves along the fore and aft walls here. In the starboard side of the ship, you see the openness of space covered just slightly by a shimmering, greasy-looking Yoxian force field. And in the middle of this room is a dozen iris hatches about 15 feet in diameter, most of which are sealed shut, but one on the far end looks to be open. Across the chamber, you see a couple of 10-foot-wide doors leading port side, and between them is a 40-foot-long window lit in ethereal red lights. What seems to show a, a small room overlooking this hangar. Uh, is there anybody behind the window that we can see? No. 
I guess there's no bathroom because they're undead. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's what they made corners for. (laughs) So this is what you see. Like I said, it's over a hundred feet wide here. Uh, What would you guys like to do? I'm interested in the distress signal, which I'm presuming is coming from the opposite docking bay over here. Somebody want to, I don't know, should someone scout stealth? Right. Andis walks out there. Oh, <laughs> I think we ought to hug the wall, right? Like and and this hugs the floor. <laughs> where where is the window that we saw overlooking stuff? Is it this this red bar mm-hmm. at the south here? On the south side, yes. A small it's about forty foot wide. The opposite side is looking out into space on the oh. starboard side. Right. And that's where you N- came from. Knack is uh, going to use a little bit of confidence in his uh hollow skin costume to kind of walk out here as well. Okay, so Andis and Nack, anybody else going with? Yeah. Andis is crawling is crawling out uh, stealthily. <laughs> crawling along <laughs> the floor very stealthily. Alindra's <laughs> hugging the wall very closely. Yeah, you don't see anyone here uh, as you guys are all <laughs> slowly moving out. Nack is at the, the front, it looks like, very, very um, assured that this hologram is going to to do it for yeah. you. Can, can I roll a perception so. check just to see if I can notice anything as I'm standing in the middle of the room? Please do. It's a 35. 35? Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, so now that you're a little bit closer, you do see what it seems like maybe another couple of heads inside this room to the south overviewing this room. It looks like maybe it's a controller station of some sort. Uh, I whisper to into my comm unit. Uh, there's a couple of guys in that window. Uh, play it cool. Don't get spotted. As you relay that message to your friends, you all are stepping forward. There is a light that is emitted from this open circular hatch in the middle of the room, and appearing from it is a large vessel over 10 feet long, 5 feet wide and tall. It looks to be the ribcage of a large animal, but you see a Corpse Fleet Commando at the controls. It's initiative roll time. We're in combat. Of course. Oh, no, no. Oh, well, oh, cool. We're dead. That's awesome. It is. Uh, yes, the, the ship levels out and just turns to you all immediately. I think it's going to start opening fire. Uh, I don't think we can survive any of that. So Wait, the ship does? Yeah, like a, a small speeder of some sort. I see, oh, I see what you mean. Large in terms of like the size of the size of us, like the vessel, but like the like in terms of the vessel, it'd be like a tiny vessel. But like, uh, this is a a, technically a vehicle, something we've not had a ton Ah. of uh, actual experience with. But it's a large vehicle, and the the pilot inside is getting total cover right now, so it's bad news bears time because we are in combat with it and we have rolled initiative at the top of the initiative turn order is knack feldspar uh you see this thing popping out of of the ground here what you got drew uh can i use a bluff check to communicate with it to try to throw it off for a uh to distract it for a turn distract it in how basically just say jerry what are you doing Go get back in there, or get out into the into space. What are you? What's going on? Why are you aiming that at me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can try and make a bluff check. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> That's a uh, twenty-four. 
Do I pass? No. <laughs> uh, with clever improvs, I can roll it again. Um, I guarantee that just because of the way this universe works, it better be a one right now. <laughs> it better be worse. Uh, no, I will. Jerry. I will abandon that. Um, <laughs> Any standard action? Uh, you know what? I am going to say, get him, and I am going to uh, whip out my. Uh, what should I do? This is. I don't know how to deal with a vehicle. Um, also, keep in mind you're standing in the middle by yourself. Yeah. I mean, I'm, vehicles probably have hardness and hit points, like many things. Uh, either we have to break the vehicle until it doesn't work, and then kill the crew members, or somehow get them out of there. Yeah, or or somehow like hack the controls or something like that. Yeah. I'm gonna drop prone, and I'm gonna take a shot with my minor disruption pistol. Uh, oh boy. Get him! And I have not rolled anywhere near what I needed to because I didn't pay attention to that. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so I have missed wildly, but I not too wildly. What do you roll? Twenty-two. Uh, it's a twenty-four with get him. Yeah, that is a miss. Yeah. Against EAC, but uh, that's mainly because of the distance. The shot goes wide, and your cover is blown completely. <laughs> completely. <laughs> Great. Next in the turn order is Adros Veronis. Oh, oh man. Wow. I'm 110 feet away from the vehicle and yikes. I should mention here we're in we're in dim light. It is um, just barely lit up by some of these force fields, these lights here. Normal gravity, um, no atmosphere. These are the conditions of the hangar bay. Okay. I'm going to take a move action to go 40 feet, mm-hmm. uh, which then puts me within oh my goodness 70 feet of which would be just enough to make a charge Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this area between you will be a little bit of a climb unfortunately not even difficult terrain these large holes that seem to uh, maybe house the Mm -hmm. fighter planes um, will not allow you to to do so oh okay then yes there's a door just to the south should we run nope uh dross wouldn't run you could run (laughs) that's a knack thing to do yeah (laughs) intubate i I guess um oh man i'm just gonna try and throw a star knife at this thing and uh it'll be outside the first range increment i mean we all know people with end of eight right like they're not like (laughs) that dumb like they're just they're pretty dumb but they're not that dumb right i mean yeah Okay, let's see. It's a 24, which does not include the range penalty. Against KAC? Yeah. Are you including get him with that? Oh, I am not. And it's probably just straight up 24. What is your... It's a range... What, 50? The range is 50, the range is 50 feet, so it's one so increment outside. Just outside. That is a miss against KAC. Miss. Shoot. Against KAC. I'll recall, I'll recall the star knife. Andis147, we're on to you. Uh, why don't you give me an engineering check, Andis? I am absolutely going to do that. Yeah. Uh, 41. Just because I know you'd probably be able to do it pretty well. This is a Threnody-class assault fighter. It's a large air vehicle. It has a, indeed, a hardness of 10, like many large vehicles. And it also has mounted on the, the top of it a heavy reaction cannon, which is a piercing weapon. You know this, and you can relay this to your, your teammates. In addition to that, you see this huge crane arm swinging over this room, which looks like it can get into a, a few different places, and you're pretty sure that this has to be controlled from somewhere. Um, I, What I really want to know about is what's the deal with these red 
force fields are they similar to the en- energy fields in the middle of the planetoid and that like you can pass through them or are they like hard light like nah so. no they they're very weak force fields they're for keeping out like scrap and you know small asteroids things like that they're very permeable this is how the ships enter and exit this hangar bay is this huge one to the north i see right 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 well shoot just sort of off the record man do i hate like big area fights <laughs> it takes like four turns to get to each other yeah and, and you know that thing's gonna be able to, to melee any of us in just a second if it even needs to yeah that sounds like a good idea drew thanks i like you to um, think of that already Ugh. yeah i'm gonna use my jetpack to uh fly sort of like a 40 degree angle uh, to about here yeah right there about uh, halfway through the room but sort of like up into the air i'm going for that window okay so there it does as you get closer you can see what looks like a couple of cybernetic zombies inside very similar to the ones that were flying the shuttle hooked into wires and things like that and there's also a couple doors on each side and uh, if you're flying you can probably get through the force field uh what looks like glass but it's just to keep out things from the uh the hangar bay uh standard action uh so that was like a double move to get most of the way up there gotcha so okay then we are on to the vessel's turn the threnody and <laughs> i mean my hands are tied drew has given me the suggestion vehicles have collision abilities where they could just ram into people <sighs> yeah the ram is a full action, and it has to be lined up directly with the target in order to do it. Uh, thankfully, Adros has moved right in front of the ship. Ah, uh, fine. I won't have to move to you. You can come to me. <laughs> yeah, Thank cool. you. Straight forward. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's like parked on top of you. I feel like it's going to be a different oh. story. <laughs> nah, this will be fine. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This- I can't do that. Oh, this turn. Um, uh, it is the the ship is going to move forward, and this gun is going to open up. What kind of gun is it? It is a heavy reaction cannon. Let's see who is getting shot at. Oh, it's a Dross Verona. <laughs> it's, it's, oh. it, uh, it's all that knife whiz by. It's like, oh my gosh, that guy's got a knife. We should take him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, natural now two on the dice. Natural two. Oh. Natural two. Natural two. Believe that's going to be a mess as shell casings <laughs> the size of cantaloupes are popping out the the back of its gun. The oh. the hangar bay beneath you sparks light up <laughs> as the uh, the bullets are hitting all around. That is its turn. Rami Quindar, we're on to you. Yeah. So uh, one thing that you said kind of piqued my interest. Uh, this this here crane. Now, can it be operated from the crane, or does it need to be operated elsewhere? It's like a. It's actually kind of like above you in the ceiling. It seems like it has some mechanical control somewhere else in this room. You don't see anything on it, like a, a chair from which to operate. All right. Can can I roll perception to see if I can find if I can see the controls? Well, you know, if you're listening in, it seems like Andis is going to where they think right. it might be. Uh, Right, no, no, no. I, I was asking if, if, if I roll perception, if I could, if I would have a better idea as opposed to just intuition. You mean than me? Yeah. Nah, no one has a better idea than me. Yeah, you don't <laughs> see anything else in in the, okay. the room. Okay, and, in fine. this huge, massive 
130 foot space. Okay, okay, no problem. I just I just wanted to cover my bases. Uh, so Raimi is going to move up a tick, and he is going to pop out uh, a new acquisition that was done between him and Adros during the break. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to pop out his Aphelion Artillery Laser Rifle. Okay. Uh, which has a, uh, a cool little feature that it has a nine hardness bypass. And now, is that a fusion you got on it? Or is it? Uh, that, that is the penetrating class feature. Oh, yes. Or, or, so sorry, it's, it's just on weapon. the gun. Yeah, yeah, it's on the gun. Yeah. It's just what the weapon does. Cool. Pretty useful here if you can hit, Miles. Yep. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll see about see. that. An 18 will do. Uh, So this penetrates nine. Is that the the level of the weapon? Yes. Yes. So getting past most of this thing's hardness, the Aphelion laser just bores uh, a neat little hole through the the, the front of the the chassis for the Therendi fighter. And it's taken most of that damage. Good job. Woo-hoo. Good job. Alindra Vallis, we're on to you. All right. So Alindra glances back at the uh, vehicle and notices Andis running toward this window and thinks, I'm following the android. And so she's going to double move <laughs> right up next to the window. Whee. Okay. Yeah. You, you see the same thing inside. That is turn one, taking us to turn two, Knack Feldspar. Drew, what you got? Knack is going to do something very similar. He's going to activate his jetpack and double move right here so moving port on the ship moving kind of southerly in this chamber now you guys are almost everyone within 60 feet of the ship minus Raimi just kind of back there at the the beginning I love that you're calculating that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, next is a dross for on (sighs) it well I can't uh, oh oh yeah I can just move move up right up to the thing so you can move uh, around these giant circles. Um, oh, I can't move that, on. I can't move. I mean, I can't move on them at all. Uh, it, it would be like climbing up, climbing down. They're they're kind of like uh, silos for for the oh, fighters. But if you see okay. if you see between them, there is uh, an area uh, about five foot wide that you can walk between. And you can also just not move on them, move around the the uh, side so of them. Is the ship just like hovering over them? Then they're like five feet tall. Is that basically? I'm just trying to get a sense of. Yes, it is uh, a flying vessel. It's flying in the air. Okay, I'll just uh, double move, taking out taking out some blades, mm-hmm. and I'll double move up to it, going and... in between these silos. And that takes us to Andis. All right, I'm going to complete my uh, my maneuver into the Beforce Fielded Room. Do you want to make a, a perception check for me before you do? Well, you know I don't, but I will. <laughs> I'll just show you what you see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, true to form. I don't want to see nothing. <laughs> you roll a natural one, but uh, what's that, 19? Yeah. 19. It's a thin room loaded with monitors, control stations, uh, what looks like a little maybe hangar control room, very narrow corridor. Uh, you see digital readouts covering the walls and ceiling projected from small holographic devices and lights flashing at these computer stations and a couple of undead cybernetic zombies literally plugged into these machines wearing a macabre set of headgear that is drilled into their cerebral cortex through their rotting flesh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, good. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to, 
take control of this uh, computer from these guys. Right. I mean, so you can just go. Oh, like, um, you can go inside. You see very easily what looks like some mechanical controls for the crane. As you do, stepping through, a light flashes, and you are bombarded as the room goes black. Necrotic energy washes over you. Overhead lamps. You know, there's there's evil undead lamps. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, black lamps. Yeah, I know what you mean. Go black ahead lights. and give... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and give me a fortitude save. Oh, boy. That's not ideal. Uh, fortitude, my only weakness. Oh, no. Uh, 16. Oh no, that is a fail. So take it in. Um, rolling some D8s do you have here. A, do you have an eel jacket? No, you guys stole all the hide. Uh, <laughs> oh no, rolled quite well. 43 points of necrotic damage as these Ugh. two undead look completely unfazed by washing over them. It seems to... Oh, ex- they would. <laughs> it seems to expel itself though. And you are indeed able to take a look at this computer system here. All right. Let's see, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna try to uh, gain access to those controls, and I'm gonna start trying to operate the crane. Uh, yeah, they are. Doesn't look like it's locked like some of the other computers in the room. It mm-hmm. is unsecured system, oh. and like I said, some of it is pretty old. And you can immediately begin <laughs> using it like a uh, a crane game <laughs> to. <laughs> right? That's to get exactly a, a toy. what I'm gonna do. Um, this does count as heavy duty lifting. You're not allowed to take sleep medication while operating the crane arm. <laughs> well, all right, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll wait until I'm done. But it does count as a either an advanced melee weapon or powered armor. Are you proficient in either of those? No. So you will receive a negative four, but this is going to work uh, basically like a ranged attack with this crane arm and you can try okay. and hit this this uh, vehicle if you'd like or um uh, try the grapple combat maneuver all right i'm going to i'm going to uh try to grapple it and hold it hold it down so that adros can start wailing on it all right this does get a if it's a ranged it, attack it it doesn't get anything right it, it's a ranged attack but it it has the capabilities like this is what this machine is made for is to lift up vehicles and it gets a plus four circumstance bonus to oh. grapple combatment oh hooray so it's just uh it's just my regular roll here we go well it's against the kac of the vehicle plus eight normally right i just got a minus four for being unproficient and then a plus four for being yeah so 26 a 26 against kac now this will also use get em. So a 28. Uh, Get him is not currently active because I double oh, moved. No. Uh, so this is KAC plus four, basically, for the ship. And that is a miss. The crane arm just goes down right beside where the ship is, like right next to a draw. I point the gun out. I put the gun out the window and I start shooting at Knack for not putting <laughs> Get him on it. Well, it, was, it would have still been a miss. But okay. you have complete control of this crane. And uh, I mean, yeah, you can use multiple attacks next turn if you want it go from there it is the ship's turn now though and it does not have the capability to run anybody over so it's going to move backwards reorient itself and is going to take another shot at someone oh remy quindar who actually did damage to it last turn let's go mile oh boy 
So let's see what I roll. A six on the dice. Uh, so it has missed again. I would be correctly. so mad if you if you hit me on a six. Yeah, that would have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I rolled a two and a six so far. This this guy is flustered uh, at seeing you all come in here. We are back to you, Ramy. You uh, just avoided taking a whole bunch of bullets. All right, and so that guy is about one hundred five feet from me. So uh, range on this this gun is one hundred twenty feet. So I'm just gonna. Try to take another shot at him right. and and hope for the best. Single shot. Mm-hmm. 16 on the dice. That is a hit with a 33. Good job, Miles. Nice, Miles. Uh, for 24 points damage. Okay. Got just a little bit of hardness resisting the laser cutting through it like butter. <laughs> the, the episode where Miles takes down a, a <laughs> uh, assault a fighter <laughs> by himself. <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a, of, a, of a reverse from the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, next we're on to Alindra Vallis. Okay, so I, mm, I'll i just yeah. move forward 40 feet. I had a question. Mm-hmm. Does crush work on vehicles? It works on constructs. No. It doesn't it, specify anything else. It okay. will not. Okay. Any gun action? You're uh, still a little ways away from it. My sweet little disintegrator pistol. Um, <laughs> I can try. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Mm. Probably really fail because I'm really far away. Oh, not so bad. So that's a 28 to attack, but I'm probably out of range. It's a 15 um, foot. 15 foot range. So you're just outside of the range increment, uh, I think by one, right? And a 28 is a hit. Awesome. That's unusual. Uh, so that's going to do... Against EAC. Yeah, so 12 damage. Uh, does this have get him? No, it doesn't. No, okay, but, so 12 get yeah. him. Or 12 it, damage. The acid just kind of bounces off most of this thing's hull. It does not take a lot of that. All right. Every little bit helps, though. Turn three, Nack Feldspot. Drew's turn. All right. Well, I wish I wasn't so far away, says the idiot mouse. <clears throat> he is going to just step forward ever so slightly and... Attempt a clever feint. Your, uh, your seatbelt's unfastened, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> so that is a 25 because of my, uh, my convincing liar. Have I passed that bluff check with a 25? Full fail. Are undead immune to self-esteem damage? <laughs> they have really, really, they have like a 13-year-old uh, child self-esteem. It's very easily crushed. Go, go for it, Nick. You have to be so, very nice. So so since I have failed that, I'm going to use my convincing liar uh, expertise talent to re-roll that faint check. Yeah, roll better than a six, man. I don't know. Natural one. Natural one. Nope, that's not gonna do it, Drew. This guy is an ace fighter pilot in the corpse fleet. You're not shaking them. He knows to fasten his seatbelt. <laughs> it draws for honest. We're back to you. Oh, it's back to me. I really wish this ship would stop backing up so I could hit it. Patrick, mm-hmm. am I standing on something that is metal? Yes. Do I know, would Edros be able to figure out from the crane's position and the current position of the vehicle whether the crane can reach the vehicle in the position that it's in? Yeah, it can basically get anywhere in the, the hangar bay. Like, it goes okay. from one wall to the other because it its job is to basically move ships around this room. Okay. I didn't know if it was restricted to the silos, uh, the silo section that I was seeing. 
So I do not have to worry about the ship's position, and I am standing on something metal. Okay, as a move action, I'm going to activate Mag Boots, and then I'm going to move back up in right next to the ship. Oakley, Oakley. Right next to the right next to the vehicle. And, and this one. <laughs> and as we're back to you, it's it's time to 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 pull that Garfield plushie out of this uh, <laughs> this box. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I do not have anything that bypasses the hardness, and I'm not confident in my ability to do that. So I'm going to keep operating this crane. Uh. I think this time, you know what? I'm just gonna roll twice. Oh, I'm roll twice. Attacks. I'm gonna do two uh, attacks. Ooh. Now, if this are is a you... ranged attack. Don't forget, you get coordinated. <laughs> yeah. Atros yeah, is on yeah. top of this thing. Coordinated shot. Now, do you want to just, like, bludgeon the ship with this huge crane arm that probably weighs upwards of, like, 20 tons? Or do you want to try a, a, a dainty grapple check? Uh, let me try... I'm going to try a ranged, like, just... I'm just going to try to punch it the first time, and the second time I'm going to try to grapple it. Is that... Can I do that? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, cool. All right. First attack... Ready go! Oh, that's a oh. twenty to hit. We had twenty-two. Is it? Is it got him? Got him? No, because I went for clever no. feint to flat okay. foot the ship, which is a okay. mistake. Uh, only twenty. That's a man. All right, all right. Here we go. Now I'm gonna try to just like grab it and hold it down. <laughs> uh, that's a twenty-five. That's is it, what's well, harder because you're trying to hit it's KAC plus four. These are both misses. Yep. Oh boy. I'm telling you, this this crane is sweet if you can get it for you. <laughs> I believe it. Crane is some good stuff. Does anybody have power armor proficiency? I mean, Adros has advanced melee weapon proficiency. Right, yeah. I, I was I was wondering if uh if uh Alindra had advanced melee. I think uh, I do. Do I? As yeah, part of Valerian. the Solarian thing? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm curious what your dexterity is. Yeah, I'm, I'm not just, great. I guarantee Andis is probably gonna be as okay. good or equally good uh, just yeah. with bonuses there. The only the only person who could probably do better is Adras, but he can't get up there. So. I, mean, I mean, honestly, probably Raimi, honestly, because Raimi's dex is better than mine. I have a lot of dex. Raimi, Raimi, Raimi come over here. <laughs> so, yeah, and and, uh, and, and uh, says into the commune, is a Raimi, Remy, this is this is totally made for you. Come, come, come get some of this. Uh, so it, it's the enemy's turn. It is going to move away from a draw, provoking an attack of opportunity. It's going to move southernly uh, towards the port side and line up with Lindra, and is going to. Uh, well, let's let's resolve this attack of opportunity first, Tyler. All right. How about uh, twenty-nine? A twenty-nine against. KAC, right? Mm-hmm. With yes. your longsword, that is a hit. Yes. That's going to be 39 points of damage, minus 10, 29 points of damage. Alrighty, so it has taken a lot of beatings here, a few uh, laser blast, and you've chopped off a good chunk of its bone kind of wingspan. Tyler is going to make an attack now. Eventually, I will hit someone. So this one is going against Alindra Vallis. Oh, no. And I have rolled, I've rolled a nine on the dice. Yeah, just moving around this hangar. That nine is a miss. I need to roll uh, anywhere like north of a ten would uh, be great. Right <laughs> no, no wonder the but, corpse fleet left this guy in the hangar bay instead of out there trying <laughs> to do anything. Don't worry, Sorge. I'll keep track of the hangar. <laughs> Third miss of the evening so far. Ramy Quindar, back to you. 
All right, so uh, Remy is going to start moving towards Andis. Hop a little over here a little bit. And then he's going to take aim and shoot at the ship once more. Already, I think you're still within range, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Go ahead and make, make the attack roll. Oh, yikes. That's a 24. 24 against EAC? Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe so. That's a hit. Oh, yes. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for 27 points of damage. Boy, oh, boy. I guess minus one for. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So 26 points of damage total. Yep. And it is still going. It's not strong. It's taken <laughs> enough damage to give it the, the broken condition. So you see smoke. Uh, <laughs> yes. Sparks kind of <laughs> popping off of it. I just love that. Uh, Ravy is like broken. <laughs> All, right. All right. Miles. Yeah. 26 points of damage. Good job there. Mm-hmm. Bring us to Alindra Vallis. This thing seems to be squaring up. Ready to swing against Alindra. What you got? Yeah. I'm ready to square up against it. So is it in the air right now? It is. It's just hovering about uh, five feet off of the ground. It's kind of like a, right now, a hover vehicle. Okay. So I, I don't have to, like, fly up to get to it, right? With Supernova? Oh, because uh, you no. know what time it is. Yeah, this is turn three, is it not? Yep. <laughs> okay. okay, so I'm going to move just a, a little bit forward, and uh, Supernova, actually, I'm going to get ten feet away from it to make sure I get the hypotenuse right. That is so oh, many dice. So uh, that's 44 damage. Taking all of it, because this thing cannot juke out of the way in yes. time. Yes! Uh, so it blasts off the hull, and you start seeing paneling underneath this thing, uh, getting blown away, circuitry getting exploded. But it's still running. It's still no. working as we go to turn <laughs> four, Knackfeld's bar. Uh, so Knack, of course, is going to get him, and he is going to uh, once again try to take a shot with this minor disruption pistol, knowing it's not going to do a heck of a lot of much. Uh, no, actually, scratch that. He's going to try to clever faint again. Uh, so he's okay. got he's got to get him up, and uh, 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 looks like your your uh, your aft thruster is a little uh, wonky there, Chief. Roll better than a, a six. <laughs> uh, six. Nope. That's nope. a failure, so you're going to re-roll? I am going to re-roll. <laughs> There's a 33. Much better. Uh, yes, so this thing is, the, the pilot is flat-footed right now. I don't know what that means for a pilot to be flat-footed, but hopefully it means that the ship is also flat-footed. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't think so. Edros we're back to you. All right. This thing is no longer uh, weaving in between the silos, which means it's open for a charge. He's going to take a move action to get out from the silos himself. Mm-hmm. And then charge up to the ship, and he's going to use his soldier's onslaught class feature. Make a double attack at a minus six, but get him's up, so effectively a minus four. First attack. That's a pretty low roll. Ooh, not too good. 23. Assume that's a miss. Yes, against KAC it is. All right. Uh, hopefully this one will connect there. So we come back around. Nope, that's a miss too. And that is the second mess against KAC. Uh, I need to roll better than these numbers. <laughs> and as one four seven, we're back to you. All right, let's see here. I'm going to. I'm just going to make a single attack this time. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna try to punch it. I'm gonna punch all the way through it and pin it down to the ground, but not in the grappling way. Just in the <laughs> punching way. <laughs> uh, single. <laughs> single attack. 
Single attack. Here we go. Right. Yes, yeah, so a 27 with Gidim. Do you only get plus 13 to this set? Uh, yeah, it's not a, you know, it's not a, uh, not a long arm. Mm-hmm. And it, does that include your negative four? Oh, you, you, I'm sorry. If you don't mind, could I track it while I do this? Yes, because it's making a range attack. But um, d- does that include the negative four? That would not include the negative four. Well, okay. it would make, well, unless negative it gets two plus tracking. So with tracking, it would be minus one. So it'd be a 24 plus two, 26. 26 is exactly its KAC. Yes. yes. <laughs> this is very needed because its turn is coming up next. Can you drop it? We will see. Go ahead and roll me 8d6. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's a number that I like. That's, that's a nice amount of dice. And I have a number here you have to hit. Very important number. Oh, no. I see some ones. I yeah, see ones. That's, a, that's a few ones. That's a 21 total. Yeah, so after its hardness, it's still up. I'm taking 11 points of that. Ugh. And it's its turn, which means, I mean, I got to get this one off. It's just going to try and squash Alindra by <laughs> ramming into her. Now, a couple things have to happen in this ramming action. He has to race and make a piloting check equal 10 plus the vehicle's level. Right now, he's got some negatives. Um, he does have a pretty good bonus to piloting these undead. This is another marine that's in here. Does the pilot being flat-footed factor into this at all? I don't think that affects skills. Well, does it, Drew? <laughs> I just want it, does, it to. Uh, it, it does not. Let's see here. He's got a little bit of a negative. He, these pilots have a, a plus 14 bonus to piloting. I'm trying to hit a 21 right now. A piloting check. Oh, gosh, I rolled over to 10 for the first time in this fight. <laughs> 12 on the <laughs> dice. Uh, so this is going to try and ram into you now. Very important. Rebecca, you get a reflex safe <gasps> to jump out Does. of the way. Well, it's a good thing I, I just took lightning reflexes as my feet. It failed oh, me man. last episode, but maybe it'll serve uh, me. Alindra, watch your step. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Patrick, would this provoke an attack of opportunity from Mandrill? This, uh, this would. Oh, maybe I can down this thing before it even has a chance. Mm-hmm. Come on, longsword. 27. That hits. 29 mm-hmm. with it get does. him. 29 with get him. That's going to be, after the hardness, 28 points of damage. This ship is destroyed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Nice. Rebecca, make me a reflex save. <laughs> Did Adras push it toward me? Is that what <laughs> uh, no, oh boy, you would have just made the reflex yes! with 22. the watch your step. Um, and also, just for fun, <laughs> let me just go ahead and roll what the, the damage would have been. Wow. Right. Wow. Um, so that is half the damage. It was 112 points of damage <laughs> for a collision of a large vehicle. So the ship is destroyed. Well, I'm glad we uh, we found Gomer Pyle Eox MC in this ship. <laughs> you see some yeah. yeah, some sparks, some bits and bobs popping off this thing, and then the hatch explodes, and the Marine is standing there and pulls out an acid dart rifle. We're still in combat, everybody. Yes. Oh my gosh! Ramy Quindar, we're on to you. All right. Well. You know what? <laughs> Do the same thing. I'm sure this will go through his armor as well. <laughs> it's, it's like this uh, uh, 
this episode is like the turnaround for Miles. Yeah. And dice rolling. Oh boy, against That's EAC. a 27 with get him? Yeah, he's still flat footed and coming out of the yes. destroyed vehicle. That's a hit. Uh, that's 29 points of damage. Oh, ouch. <laughs> now, and this is, this does have a fusion on this um, gun you said before, right? No. No. This one doesn't. Okay, this guy. No, it's yeah. just uh, got the penetrating special feat. It doesn't seem to penetrate this guy's armor that much. It did maybe uh, uh, more damage to the vehicle than it did him, but he still takes a huge, fiery bolt into his shoulder. Oh, I call shenanigans, but okay. Uh, yeah, it didn't really factor into the, the previous fight so much. They actually have a little bit of DR. Yeah. Next is Alindra Vallis. He's standing um, about 15 feet away from me. Yeah, I'm I'm just going to walk right up to him and slash him with my solar weapon and info ton in hand. Oh, boy. He's going to get killed. It's a 24 to attack. That's a hit. Awesome. So that's going to do 31 damage. Do you remember when you fought eight of these guys and it took a while? <laughs> this yeah. this one's probably not going to take that long. <laughs> um, uh, top of turn five, Knack Feldspar. Uh, we're going to start with get him, and then we are going to uh, say, oh, it looks like, yeah, looks like uh, your your ride is not so uh, not so sharp anymore. Clever faint. It's a 35. Okay, so, yep, he's, he's still <laughs> very flat-footed. Can't seem to get his ship leg as he's stumbling out of the vehicle. Edros Veronis. Edros moves in, and while he's moving in, he's going to pull out the magma blade, mm. and he's going to stab with the magma blade because now that we are fighting undead and this matters, it has the holy fusion on it. Mm. So I bypass the DR of evil undead if that is indeed what his DR is. Okay. Well, uh, you're pretty sure your Vorpal Hawk Sword was messing them up too. The, well, sure, uh, but a few hours ago. <laughs> well, let me have my fun. Twenty-four on the the attack. That's uh, oh, uh, yes, uh, twenty-six. We'll get him. Uh, that's going to be twenty-five points of damage. I forgot how many hit points these guys have. They have a lot. You guys remember <laughs> last episode? Um, <laughs> it's still up, Andis. We're on to you. All right. I'm just gonna just like drop the crane. I'm just gonna like. Like put it right directly over the dude, and then just release the uh, the brakes, so that it just like falls down onto him. Make this goon into goo. Oh man. Oh. Uh, let's see. So that's plus five. So that's twenty four. And does that include the negative four? Oh no, twenty. Uh, that does include all of your bonuses, but that doesn't include the negative two to AC he's getting right now for being flat-footed. Oh, yes! Oh, hooray! Yes! <laughs> well, that sucks for this guy. I forgot <laughs> all about their crummy armor. Uh, so just like 25 damage just sort of like lands on top of this guy's head. Yeah, he's not doing great, but he's still... <laughs> uh, These things are just meatballs of damage. It's, he's going to move back and just try and shoot Alindra with this acid dart rifle. Uh, the, Alindra, your KAC? 27. Uh, so he's just hit. Getting a dart off before he dies. <laughs> Uh, for 14 points of acidic and piercing damage. And then we're back to Raimi. All right. So Raimi's going to uh, conserve some of his ammo and cast uh, Magic Missile. Oh, no. <laughs> Classic. My weakness. For uh, 14 points of damage. All right. Still up. <laughs> still up. And Alindra, back to you. 
All right, I'm going to take a garden step forward and use my solar weapon again. Oh, please hit. Slashy, slashy. All right, here we go. All right, that's a 28 to hit. Oh, yeah, he's cut cleanly in half with your solar blade. (laughs) The acid rifle falls to the ground, and we're out of combat. Yay. That could have been way worse. It really, really could have. (laughs) Yeah, uh, no, it it was pretty darn good that you... uh, ran up on that thing because I was trying to line up a ram attack this entire I, I know. I was I was just like, I'm going to stand right next to this ship every single turn. One, it's uh, so bad. So it's <laughs> double, double the collision damage. This thing does 10d10 on a collision. Good God, 10d10. Wow. Um, but yeah, we're out of combat and you guys basically have free reign of this hangar here and as you were right inside what looks like the control room. Now that you have time to relax, you see that there does seem to be a death ray in the room that mm-hmm. uh, looks to be resetting itself. Uh, uh, can I try to disable that before it does? Make an engineering check for me. Alright. 34? DC 33 to disconnect the projector. Resets after a, a few minutes for a fun death effect negative energy ray. Yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, now if you want to spend some time, you can, um, well, I mean, what do you guys want to do? You're you're free from combat now. What did you say were on those racks? Or those are racks for vehicles to be parked at. Is that yeah. right? And you are sure that they are all out and about fighting this this war right now. Okay. Um, I would like to take a look at, I mean, so does this sort of array in front of me look purely mechanical or is there, do I get the sense that this is networked or? There are some computers here that seem to be networked uh, into the, the ship um, and do require hacking in order to okay. gain access to them. Um, all right. And you said there were, were like other mindless zombies up here too? Where, where yep. are they hiding? There's a couple of them. There's a, a few chairs for what look like cybernetic zombies, but there's just two of them right now in the room plugged into I'll, the machines. Now, uh, will these computers uh, at the t- at the terminal that Andis is near, will they have information about the ship and... Or is it just going to be stuff for the hangar? We'll need a computer check to to figure okay. that out to gain access to them first. I, I would I would like to roll one of those. Uh, okay, yeah, both can if you'd like. I'm like gonna to. I'm gonna step away while while Miles rolls this thing. <laughs> I, I would <laughs> just like in case. I'd like to assist with this check too. Sure. So assisted and uh, forty on the computer check because <laughs> of the assist. DC 30, so you're able to crack into it. The old Ramy neck double double up on the computer. We we uh, uh, space like fist one, <laughs> four four hands on one keyboard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can tell that this system here, computer system, is localized to be in charge of the hangar bay doors, the launching the ships, things like that. And you also tell. Um, as you hack in, that a local alarm has been raised by your gunfire in the hangar, but there is no shipwide alert issued yet. It seems to be just this uh, small computer system. I'm going to turn that off. <laughs> Easily done. <laughs> and there is a an area of this computer module that has a map of the hangar area, and you can take a look at that if you want to get downloaded to a comm unit. Uh, most of the rooms in this section are labeled only as a 
secure site in Yoxian, but there's a, a few rooms to the south, port side of the ship, right? Are we? Oh. Mm, or I thought we were in the aft, so that'd be the. What's the left side? Left is port. Yes. Um, see, I no. definitely want to download that information to uh, to Wick. Mm-hmm. What I, I I would like to know is as far as the most direct route route to the the bridge. And how much resistance we should be expecting? How many uh, personnel are supposed to be on board where we're where we're going? So it looks from what you're able to gather here, like there is no bridge on this ship because all of those computers don't seem to have access to, or these computers don't have seem to have access to there. And there's also no mention of it in the maps. It seems perhaps this area is cut out from the the rest of the ship. For security reasons, you, you can probably oh. glean that to From, to help confuse people that are boarding the vessel. They don't put that information on the the hangar bay ship. So uh, Admiral Adama is in charge of this ship. Nothing yeah, no, gotta, <laughs> gotta cut the network. But you do see on the map a couple of rooms, port side and kind of four port side. One is marked mining overflow, and the other marked repair system. Those are uh, just to the AKA South port side of the ship. Can we tell where the uh, distress call is coming from? Yep, somewhere port side. It's it's uh, okay. So yeah, not it's, it's not like super specific at this point. It's not like pointing to left and right. When no, I, you, you imagine right. when you get within like twenty or thirty, you might be able to get a better read. I see. You can tell where it's not for sure. Okay. Yeah. Anything else you want to do here? Can we fill in on the map what we can see of the map, at least generally, without obvious like traps and stuff? This room here, give you the outline of it. Pretty small, maybe 25 square feet is the one that is marked repair system. And immediately to the side is the one marked mining overflow. And you all have a couple of huge doors one to your the the left of this hangar bay control and one to the the right and yeah um all the rest of the locations on the map are pretty vague and as i said just marked secure site it seems like that information is like redacted uh, mm. hmm. so knack what since the alarm seems to be only in this hangar bay area knack wants to reactivate his hollow skin mm-hmm. to look like a slightly different corpse fleet marine actually let's make him look like the corpse fleet marine we just defeated but i don't know that guy's got a big sword cut in him well without <laughs> without the sword cut obviously yeah um, he's about this knack height and when he's cut in half <laughs> just a torso walking around. <laughs> I'll let you hollow skin all you want all day long, Drew, but if you're hanging out with these four yahoos, it won't help you at all. <laughs> well, so, okay, so so Nack says, all right, guys, let me uh, let me take the lead on this just to, to walk into this hallway and see see what happens. All right, I'll just... But uh, um, I'm, I'm counting on some backup if, if <laughs> Fleem goes wrong, all right? We slam the door and lock it. <laughs> So Nack is going to step through the doorway into this hallway. This huge, expansive hallway is over 100 feet long, maybe a couple hundred feet. There are three doors to the right, and the hallway branches off to the left. And you don't see anybody. Seems pretty. The coast is clear. It's almost like the majority of the ship uh, is, like, out fighting uh, these <laughs> these giant planetoids uh, that are attacking them. Nack is going to check out this room over here to the uh, the west on the map, uh, I guess, starboard ship side. Shall we join you? Yeah. You want them to 
join up? Or? I would love that, but maybe like out of sight of the door. Okay. Cool. The door, as you know, I'm sorry. All these doors are locked. This door is locked as you go oh. to it. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it open. So it looks like there is indeed a way to engineer your way inside, or you can try and spoof. It, it looks like it requires a key card. Spoof the command to open it up with a computer check. So it's up to you, engineering or computers. Uh, I'll just uh, I'll, I'll sort of stand kind of like uh, five feet away and just sort of like try to crack it with my with my noggin. Thirty six. Oh, and that's what it sounds like. Yes. So standing nearby, hacking it remotely, it's uh, DC thirty five. Yes! So you've rolled one above it. <laughs> Jeez. Able to open it up. It seems like the door just kind of jams open as it is bypassed here. Inside, you see a disaster of a room. Piles of junk rest in huge heaps across the. 25 foot width of this room. Large metallic plates line the walls where scratches and scoring have marred the bulkheads. A long network of pipes run along the ceiling with valves and readers along their length. And as soon as you open the door, the piles of junk and scrap metal begin to shift. Move. You see them taking the form of jelly like coalescing forms, piling up the junk on top of themselves. Something you haven't seen in a while as two large scavenger slimes slowly calibrate jury-rigged weapons and aim them in your direction. No. We're in initiative. Nack, why did you even want to go in this room? You always want to go in the worst rooms. (laughs) I'm not the one who wanted to go to the bathroom or the (laughs) other room with the... This is your bathroom. The last room I wanted to go into was the empty room with all of the cabinets that had all of the good stuff. So forgive me if the one room I want to go to in this stupid ship. Um, We are in initiative (laughs) turn order. It's been a while since I've got to use a scavenger slime. But uh, today, I'm not using one scavenger slime. I'm using two of them (laughs) from Alien Archive number one. I love these things. They're not great. Although sometimes they have really good loot. Yeah, exactly. These guys, you see a whole bunch of weapons about to use on you. Uh, that uh, hey, you survive and you get to keep them. Yeah, the uh, the uh, artillery laser that uh, Raimi's using now came off of a skin. Oh, that came in out of one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it came in super handy today. So let's not uh, let's not judge Nax's uh, <laughs> no, <we're still> <laughs> decisions too oh, no, much. Huh? We are one hundred percent judging you. Huh? What a lovely spell you found. Um, initiative turn order. Andis, you are first. You hear right. a lot of movement happening at this room. <laughs> right. I look around the corner and I'm like, oh, what in the heck is that? No. <laughs> no. And so it's, it's, it's both pieces of piezo art for a scavenger slime. Oh, well, I don't like that at all. That's like a lawnmower made of blood. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> this, this is the one from... AP number four. You found it back on Istamac, and as you're, can uh, I can I see can I see the the other one? Yeah, there it is. Oh yeah, that's a uh, looks like Johnny Five. It's like Johnny Five made of hate. <laughs> oh <laughs> well, yep. Eradicate. <laughs> right. Okay. So I'm gonna spend a move action to track both of these guys. Mm-hmm. And and can I make an engineering check to like remember things about them? So these guys, these are 
oozes. So finding out information about these things, even though they are with engineering, you might be able to remember that they are sometimes installed in ships, uh, scavenger slimes, as part of an automatic patch system to like help out with engineering. But uh, to, to find out information about the creature itself, it'll be life science. All right, let me try that. Well, not ideal. 21. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, this is going to be, I think, a little bit higher than that. Okay. Well, then I'm going to, I say, well, darn it. I'm just going to kill these things. <laughs> so I point my gut around the uh, the corner, and I'm going to shoot the one uh, that is that looks like a, a lawnmower made of blood. Blood mower. So that's going to be a 20 versus EAC. That is a miss. No. Well, more than threes and fours. <laughs> my precious gun. Uh, Nack Feldspar, we're on to you. Uh, Nack is going to take a step back. He is going to point his minor disruption pistol at this thing, get him, and attack. With get him, that is a 35 to hit. Yeah, that's a hit. Yeah, for 13 points of damage. Which one are you attacking? The the one red to or the, the north, the the uh, the yellowish, orange. orangish one, Johnny Five. Yeah. All right. So, how much damage? Uh, 13 points of damage. Alrighty, you blast into this thing, and it does, do you remember, have some kind of damage resistance, but still taking a good amount of that damage. Next in the turn order is Lyndra Vallis. Okay, being outside the door, I'm just not sure she's quite ready to go in there yet. I'm going to hold my turn. Okay, Adros for honest, then. Adros goes in there! Sounds, sounds right. Checks out. <laughs> runs yeah, deep that, in there. <laughs> runs all the way right, right in between them. Uh, in fact, oh, that might provoke. Does that provoke? These guys do have a little bit of a range. If you're moving right between them, yep. I believe it will. All uh, right, then I'm going to move it even no, further. No, it does not. Oh, sweet. They have a reach of five feet, so move <laughs> right up on oh. top. Okay. Then, uh, yep, moving right on top. And uh, let's hit one with a long sword. Let's hit one that is more to the south of the dross. All right, splitting damage. I like it. But the one to the north of the dross says, get him on it. <laughs> he oh, said well, south. Well, let him attack. I, I said south, Drew. We talked about this before. Southern recorded. 29 to hit. That's a hit. 31 points of damage. I forgive you. <laughs> Can I take my turn now? Uh, yeah, one go right after the big guy. Yeah, seeing a draws be so brave, Lindra takes a cue <laughs> from his from her uh, dumb friend and, <laughs> and runs. <laughs> she says, "That looks dumb. I'll do that." That's one of the few times I actually have to separate uh, me from a draws, and I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> she, she looks um, in the room at, at, at the dumb lizard named Tyler and says, I'll do that too. <laughs> All right, but Alindra, while running in, is going to say, Idras, Nat said to get this one, and she's going to use her solar weapon against it. Oh, yeah. Ooh, super hit, oh. 19 on Yes! Yeah. <laughs> super hit. Uh, so this can be 38 with get em, uh to attack. That's going to do 38 damage. Ooh, boy. So that is your entire turn bringing us to Rami Quindar. 
You rolled higher than these things. <laughs> They're at the bottom of the turn order. Boy, oh boy. Door is here. So the easiest thing would be for me to, uh, for Ramey's to move kind of, so he's still outside, but you can see mm -hmm. in, and he's going to yeah. fire a magic missile upon the monster that Alindra was attacking. Okay, so with a move, we're just doing two, two. of the yeah. d4. Yes. First. Uh, so that's 11. Okay, and now on their turn, they have been rushed. Unfortunately, didn't do well on initiative, so they're going to take a tax of opportunity no matter what. They use their range of weapons. This one's just going to move to the corner of the room. Adros can make an attack on the red one. Okay. Ooh. A super hit. Yeah, how much damage? Oh my gosh, 41. <laughs> okay, so it is still going strong. It's going to make... It's gonna make an attack. Let's see here. It uh, uh, rears back and it has a sonic blast. It levels at you at about ear level. Let's make this EAC attack first. Uh, that is a hit. 14, 14 on the dice. So this is sonic damage coming at you. Roll D10s. I love sonic damage. It, it almost wanted to be that D20. <laughs> so. It is 20 points of sonic damage as it uh, levels this pretty shoddily put together weapon at you and this other one. Um, Alindra, you can make an attack of opportunity as well because it's going to shoot one of its guns. Okay. Oh boy, rolling rocks now. Yeah, 19 for a draw, 18 for Alindra. <laughs> yeah. That's a hit. Okay, so 32 damage. Right. They, <laughs> this is going to be a fast fight, folks. If uh, <laughs> I'm every turn. Uh, it's, it's, it, it, it aims another gun at you. Makes a blast against JC oh, almost a one. Well, nope, 13 on the dice, a hit, and this is doing cold damage as you're hit with what seems to be Ooh. a hailstorm class zero rifle. Mm. Sorry, who's taking this? Alindra. Oh. Ooh, near minimum damage, 11 points, no, 12 points of cold damage. Yeah, I have, I, was about I, have, to say. I have five damage reduction to that. Oh. That is their entire turn. Turn two and this one four seven. Back to you outside in the hall. Yep. Let's see. Uh, let's see. So this one to the north, this uh, Johnny hate bot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one's got him. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to take two shots at Johnny hate bot. Alrighty. <laughs> okay. First one. Twenty nine to hit. Hit! Yes! All right. That's going to be 21 points of damage. Boy, it's still up. Roll that second attack. All right. 28 to hit. Also a hit. All right. That's going to be 19 points of damage. All right. So 40 in total, making this easy math. Wop, wop, wop. It is still up. But, oh, boy, you put a, a number of curtains on it damage-wise. Pretty low damage rolls, but when you get two back-to-back, -back, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> Uh, so this this one's nearly dead. The one that Alindra is on top of taking, that's like the sixth or seventh hit it's taken. Knack Feldspar, we're back to you. Uh, Knack is going to say, get him to the one to the north, uh, Johnny Hatebot, and then to Blood Lawnmower. I don't know if this is going to work, but he's going he's gonna to insult this thing to try to clever faint. <laughs> clever faint. Yeah, no, it's not uh, language dependent. We we figured that out. It's just sense dependent. Yeah. So, uh, hey, 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 dummy, you, you missed a spot. Yeah, not care about your jives. You rolled the one anyway. 
<laughs> I can re-roll that though. Uh, we re-rolled all day, but they don't have eyes. They are. It, it's it's, they are it's, not, it's mostly whether they have an intelligence score. That's uh, that's more important. No, it, yeah. it is is not even that because they might have a might have an okay intelligence score. Oh, they don't. <laughs> but in, in addition to that, it's sense dependent. They don't have have uh, sight as as much as you you you'd think. Well, no don't, don't they just need the hearing? They don't have hearing either. We're in a oh, vacuum. beans. Oh, right. Yeah. There's a lot of things going wrong it's, with this it's, jibe. It's, it's hard to shout at people in the vacuum. A fail across the board. But it's okay because everyone has, uh, I think, managed to hit every single attack so far. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. let's go on to a Drosferonis, Tyler. Let's full attack, Patrick. Oh, and boy. let's do the onslaught. So, oh, against the red one. Yeah, uh, Alindra kindly pointed out that I was attacking the wrong slide. So uh, I'll go. I will. Adros will turn around and smash all up on this slide. Ooh, if I were to move ten feet to my left, could I actually get in a flanking position? No, you gotta be through the opposite side. Oh, that's what I thought. I just didn't. I, I can never remember with larger creatures. Okay, well, that's fine. We'll just do three attacks from where I am then. And this is going to be the first one. This is at a minus six, but a plus two for get him. Mm-hmm. So, 28, 40 points of damage. And with that, it's dead. Yes! Oh, well, hooray! Aw, <laughs> oh, cradoodles. What you get for not taking on your own. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you just bash into this thing. It is well destroyed by uh, by the time you're done. Bringing us back to Alindra Vallis, your target destroyed. What do you want to do, Rebecca? All right, uh, Alindra's going to say thanks to Draws as she moves right next to him <laughs> and uses her solar open against the blood mower. Is that what we were calling it? <laughs> blood, blood mower. <laughs> uh, so that's a 27 to attack. Hit. So that's going to do 42 damage. Ouch. It's still up, but it has taken... Now it's also uh, about half the size it was before. Chopped off bits of, like, metallic plating, some gun parts, and it's icky goo. And we're back now to Remy Quindar, who... You, your your target is destroyed. You can't see the other one there inside the room. What do you want to do, Marks? Um, I guess I'll just go down the hallway and see what's happening over down here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to pop in the room and fire magic missile. That's 11. 11 points of damage. <clears throat> okay. So, a couple of these missiles battering into its side, bringing us to its turn. Oh, boy. What is happening here? Both Alindra and Etros are on top of this thing. It's not good um, for it. It's going to try and back away so you guys can both make an attack of opportunity. Kill it. Kill it. <laughs> yeah. It's a 31. That's a hit. Yes! That does 38 damage. It is still up. Tyler, need a Tyler hit. Oh, natural toot! Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't I do not do it. Is that a miss? That's oh, a, it gets, it gets yeah. to make it shot then. So it pulls out a weapon that I don't think we've used before, but it gets to hit everyone in the room as it is a explode weapon. What? Holy oh, I regret in this stupid room. Hey, I don't know why you came in here, my man. My man. <laughs> what else am I gonna do? Wait. 
<laughs> wait, wait for the adults to be done. Yeah, yeah. Um, mommy and what? daddy what? fighters to be done. Yeah, let your tank and your DPS kill this thing and have a nice day. Uh, it is an analog weapon. It's, it's not exploded. It has the blast quality. So it's oh. blasting in an area here. So it is blasting outwards as a snub scattergun in a cone. Adros is going to get hit first, then Alindra, and finally, Raimi, you're in the back there, so you might not even get hit. Let's just roll some tech dice. So for Adros, that is a hit. Alindra, that's a hit. <laughs> I've rolled a 10, the 14. Oh, and then a natural toot for <laughs> Miles, which is that minus four, which is going to be a miss, Miles. No KAC damage this scatter gun. And these are D12s coming at Dross and serves you right. Roll up. Lindra. 15 points of damage, Tyler, and 18, Alindra. This is like a, a buckshot shotgun just going boom. And there's shrapnel coming at you. And probably the last thing this thing ever does. And as we're onto you, it's moved in to the far back left corner now, and you can see it from where you're at. All right, all right. I, I can see a couple of my allies in front of me that don't befront me none, and I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a single shot from my wise decision. A biow. Uh, twenty-three. Sorry, sorry. Wait, thirty-one. <laughs> Those are different numbers. Those are very different. Uh, numbers. Yeah, uh, thirty-one is a hit, and with that the last bit of sonic energy you're pulsing through this thing makes it explode in a, a red shower of goop on your friend Dross and Alindra and it's dead uh, it's a big prank I gotcha <laughs> I set this up months ago on the young you for it you dummies alright let's go home uh, good good prank um, yeah so each of these creatures the scavenger slimes had on them a few weapons. We got to see all of them. I made sure of that. They both have an LFD screamer, which is a heavy sonic weapon. <gasps> Ooh. A hailstorm class zero rifle, long arm if memory serves. Yep. And a snub scatter gun. Very cool. Yep. And there's two of them. Two, two on each. It seems like yeah, these were patched into the ship to pair glitching systems and damage to the the hull. So. They're dead now. No, no more repairs <laughs> to this yeah. section of the ship. Good. Uh, and yeah, I... taking a look around its rat nest of a, a room, it doesn't seem like a lot going on in here, but scrap metal and junk. Not any credits or gold or cred sticks or gold sticks or platinum sticks, anything? <laughs> Golden credits. You see that really gushy pile of trash over there? You should probably look in there. I think that's where the credits are. Yeah, there is nothing in here of value. So that's those weapons they seem to have cobbled together from bits and bobs all around the ship. Okay, cool. All right. I dejectedly walk outside the room. All right. And as you do, you are shot at from down the hallway. (laughs) 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 As uh, turning the corner down the hall, you see a host of black chassis Yoxian security robots. Their weapons raised, firing in your direction, walking towards you in this dimly lit corridor. And over open comms, they communicate with you, Nack. You hear them say, Intruders must suffer, destroy, to be continued. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. 
bum, 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 bum. Next week on the, 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 the podcast. <laughs> Empire of Bones. Next week, we get to continue to explore. This section of the ship is called Hangar Country, and you guys have oh. barely explored it's even big. like a quarter of it. Yeah, it's huge. You, yeah, you explore the huge big. hangar section, but there's still tons of rooms. A lot of it's space here, Patrick. Is, is Taylor it could get lost out here in hangar country. <laughs> yeah, golly, this hangar country. Isn't the whole <laughs> book named after oh, this man. this ship? Yep. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I imagine we're going to be here for a while. <laughs> it's a quick yeah, jaunt through the Empire of Bones. Are we going to get <laughs> Are we, we going to get space horses? <laughs> oh boy, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> you guys <laughs> what the what else do you think you're gonna find here you already fought a ship <laughs> and mm-hmm. a couple of huge slimes what else well we're still be? looking for the source of that distress beacon so yeah. Yeah. and i think we're gonna find i think we're gonna find like uh some weird undead soldiers that are like that are magically enhanced some, oh some really like, really some really on, on this eoxian <laughs> ship you think we're gonna no find way. undead soldiers <laughs> nah get yeah. out of town i'm we're going fun. no i'm talking and, but i'm talking like abomination mess uh, and, yeah. like, and magically messed up and once think, we think we're safe once we think we're finally through everything and we can just relax for just a second Akatas! Nothing but Akatas! Undead <laughs> Akatas! Whole room full of Akatas. Just look at this, like, 48 Akatas. Like, like level one Akatas, but like 48 of them. Like a bunch. Oh, <laughs> Would you rather fight 48 level one Akatas or one level 48 Akatas? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a very easy fortitude save, but like you're gonna have to make a bunch. <laughs> so many, so many. Um, oh well, that's this week's episode. Let's let's hang her up there and get it. Hang her up, right. and we will continue next week. Book right. six. Uh, thank you guys All for right. playing with me once more into thank you, the Patrick. breach. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. And ha- tell everyone out there, have a great Monday morning. If have you're a listening. Great have a great day. Bye. And, and watch Macross. Watch all the Macross. Bye.